Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital Recap. For September 25th through 29th, we are recording via Zoom because Amanda had a hard mom and night. So <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it's not fair. I don't even have like a good story to be like, oh, I was out partying, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Just mom crap. Yeah. It's hard because like once the kids get older and are allowed to be out doing stuff a little bit later, but don't have other means of transportation. Right. <laughs> yep we'll enjoy recording from bed thank you i appreciate it we should do that sometime although my bed's like right next to my window and but my street's not that busy right your neighbor's gonna weed whack no matter where we are in your house seriously well he didn't yesterday because it's a it's a gorgeous weekend here in pittsburgh and yeah i was actually thinking about that i'm like he's for sure gonna come out and mow his grass <laughs> but all right so we do have a couple of pipelines all right. The first one is, and I'm throwing just news into the pipeline. Okay. The writer's strike is over as of 12.01 a.m. September 27th. Woohoo! So hopefully the actor strike will soon be to follow. I don't know. I don't know what else is going to happen. But that also means that we need to step it up and get started on Bobby. Because yes. she passed away, what, a week after the strike started, the writer's strike started? If I were a writer on the show General Hospital and I were off and if I were on strike for three months, right? How long was it? Hundred and it's a hundred and something days, hundred and forty six days. Okay. And a key character passed away, like a key yeah. legend. That'd be like the first thing I'd be doing when I got back to work. Yes, yes. And I'm sure they've been thinking about it since how, it happened. How could they not? Yeah. I'm sure that they have been not writing. Yeah. But 
they can keep it all in their head. That's not writing, but they still know where what direction they're going to take it whenever they get back. They have to. I mean, that's just, they have to. Yeah. So then, helps if I get to, because then at the end of, so we have not seen an in memory of right. Jackie yet. Nope. But on Wednesdays, there was um, an in memory of Craig Sojin. Mm-hmm. It said, in loving memory, soaps.com said General Hospital suffers another devastating loss. It was Wednesday, September 27th. If you were watching General Hospital on September 27th, you may have wondered about Craig Sojin, whose passing was acknowledged with an in loving memory card. At the end of the episode, was he an actor, a producer, a director? No, but he played a key role to General Hospital as ABC still photographer for the last 39 years. Oh, wow. It gets worse. Incapacity. Sojin Shodin shot everyone who was anyone in Port Charles and on countless primetime series as well. You can see samples of his work above and below from left to right. There's Nathan Fillion, Marsha Cross, Susan Lucci. He passed on September 7th as the result of injuries suffered in a bicycle accident. He had just retired last oh, month. That's awful. According to his obituary, he was looking forward to taking his family on trips to Australia and other sites that he had visited over the course of his career, which is like, that's like what I like to do. I wind up going to all these places for work. And then I'm like, I have to take my family here and then wind up doing a quick 60 hours in Vegas. Right. Um, He is survived by his wife of 30 years, son, sisters, and many more. He was the youngest 67 year old we have ever known, said his loved ones. And he had a tremendous gift for getting the shot. We might add. Mm, That's so sad. That was just, Yeah. Lots of, lots of loss lately for the show. That's awful. Why do you have to keep depressing me? I'm every sorry. Week? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, then we, we do have one from, and this is going to be difficult. I don't know if we can do this while you're not here, but it's from Chandra. And it said, I'm listening to your 411 about Blair and thought you would get a kick out of this video. The highlight is at the 815 mark. Okay. I can share my screen, but I don't know if it'll pick up the audio screen share. Can you see that? It says that you're sharing. There we go. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So her email reads, yes, Blair. Yes, she was Asian. I thought you would get a kick out of this. The highlight is at the 815 mark. Okay. Oh. (laughs) The audio did not pick up on the video that we were watching. So we don't have to go through the whole thing, but basically that video is Asa's funeral and it's from 2001 and it shows like him saying his vows to all of his wives. And when it shows Blair, it they didn't do how they typically do in it. Re- how could they? Okay. I'm assuming, <laughs> did the actor pass away? I don't know. Okay. Now we no. have to do a little investigating. Philip Carey was his portrayer philip carey and he didn't pass away until 2009 so this was in 2001 okay yeah why would they not redo it with cassie that but does they not had cassie at the funeral right remembering her vows to asa but it showed the <laughs> original oh man that's funny i want to get her name right the original actress was mia korf okay and so they showed her saying the vowels and then they cut back to Blair and Blair takes out her compact mirror 
and looks at herself because she's remembering. <laughs> Boy, I've changed a lot over the years. Which I really want to know what went into how did now I need to know, like, how did they explain that? <laughs> they probably didn't. They just didn't talk about it. Because it, uh, it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's <laughs> funny. Thank you. Very obvious. Great. Okay. I think that that was it. There you go. There was your, <laughs> what the heck? I want to know how that was received. That scene. Right. Yeah. That was it. Yes. That was it. Okay. All righty. Yeah. That's it for the Port Charles pipeline. So we can do Hulu headlines. All right. Why are we not logged in? Come on. We're just having all kinds of technical difficulties here today. There we go. Do not care about ESPN. No? No, not so much. Okay. Monday, Elizabeth updates Carly. Portia apologizes. Sunny races to the hospital. Right. Valentine unveils a surprise. Jake makes a confession. On Tuesday, Sunny voices his regret. Carly confronts Ava. Chase makes an arrest. Gladys is frantic. And Finn encourages Anna. Wednesday, Eddie and Olivia share a charged moment. Sam and Dante fill in Chase. Michael is anxious. Christina is insistent. And Sasha unleashes her anger. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Cyrus takes a meeting. Ava and Jocelyn find common ground. Mac offers reassurance. Cody loses his cool. Sasha feels betrayed. And then Friday, Sunny and Nina have a heart-to-heart. Michael confers with Carly. Willow is rattled. Laura makes a realization, and Ava receives an unwelcome visitor. Dun, dun, dun. Where do we start? I don't even know. I don't even know. I have, like, so many silly questions about dumb stuff. I'm not sure about What silly question? What's dumb, silly (laughs) question one? So, so we have Trina and Spencer, and they were so cute. They were so cute. I'm obviously very happy that they got their moment in New York. She finally said that she loved him. It was so cute. He said he loved her first and she did not respond first. Yes. Which I loved. I did love that because I feel like he said that before and she has not said, I love you back. I don't know that he has said, I love you as much as he has said, I love this about you. Like I love this. Like I love doing stuff with you. Cause I was trying to think of that too. Was this his first true I love you, or I feel like it was the first, like... I thought he had said it when they were um, going to die on the boat, on the Haunted Star. Oh, maybe. I'm not 100% positive, but I thought he had said it then. But anyway. Maybe. Okay, so I don't know if they said that this was Trina's first time ever, or if, like, I, I think originally that was how they said it, but then Joss this week said something about, it's your first time with Spencer, of course you're going to be nervous. So I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be her first time ever or her first time with Spencer, but I'm sorry. I think it's first ever because of some of the other conversations that she's had with Joss. Okay. So, I mean, maybe I just got, like, gypped or something, but that was absolutely nothing, like, my first time. Like, how does he know? How does she know to, like position herself this way or that way or whatever and in all of our actor interviews this is they not that said, kind of a podcast amanda annual that we are putting out this is not a book we are releasing so that Bob, would be fun. how how to be intimate <laughs> like the soap characters step one um no all the actors that we've interviewed have said 
that one of the great things, but intimidating things about working on the soaps is that you get one take. Mm-hmm. How do they do these intimate scenes in one take and make it look that good? And well, especially she, yeah. young actors like them. So, so I'm assuming right. that this was also the first time either one of them have ever done. I mean, we know that this is Nicholas Chavez Alexander's. Right. Nicholas Alexander Chavez. Anyway, you're saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, because they never showed any scenes where he was making love to Esme. It was just like, oh, they'd wake up or whatever. It never showed the whole scene of how they got there. So, yeah, like, I, I don't know. He, like, picks her up and then lays her on the bed and just everything was perfect and flawless. And I'm like, no, for once, I would like to see a first time or first time with someone new where you're like fumbling all over the place because you don't know what you're doing. Like your shoe will not come off or your zipper gets stuck or something because this is just too perfect. And how they did this in one scene, I want to know if they get more, more time with intimate scenes than they do with regular scenes. I would imagine that they probably have more coaching too. Then right. I imagine probably more goes into that because so we know that it's his first acting job. She's right. been an actress before, but I don't think I mean, I, I don't know her previous work. So, right. But I don't think that she's had this kind of a role. So mm-hmm. they probably had to work with it because they also have to make sure that things the blankets stay a certain way. Right. right. And. See, I, I liked it because it was nice to just see something actually work out for them. I mean, it was cute and I liked... It was well, they're, more realistic, though. Their time sequence didn't really work because they were having the snack in the hotel room and then they're like, we need to go to dinner. We need to go to dinner. But at dinner, the first thing that they discuss is going to see the show. That they had just come from the show. Yeah. And that's not what they were saying in the hotel room, that they had to go to the show. They were saying they needed to go to dinner. I was under the impression that going to the show was the next day's activities. I thought it was all in one night, but I thought I thought it was dinner first and then the show. I didn't even pick up on because I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. I'm old now. So, you know, I don't do after the show. I right. do dinner right. before the show. <laughs> I do a matinee. There you go. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> so, yeah, those were just the random yeah. things popped into my head like it wasn't a bad or a good thing it was just like do they do that in one take they really know what they're doing for the first time they were very close to not going because the daycare issued a an alert that the kids have been exposed to chicken pox right and then it was retracted it was just it was something else it was a mistake and so they did get to go right and he gave her a beautiful necklace. That was absolutely beautiful. The way that he did that was so yes. sweet. I mean, he does have a ton of resources that I don't think either of us have ever dated anyone that, you know, has a trust fund. True. True. I got intimidated one time because a guy I had just met said that he was going to make reservations at like a fancy restaurant. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I was only 23. I mean, I didn't know. Oh, that's funny. I canceled and I never went out with him. I was so intimidated. You're awful. Yeah, I felt really bad. I felt like I was out of my league. Oh my gosh, you're so, insane. Well, if anyone has not picked up on this yet, I am quite insecure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we weren't friends then because I would have totally yelled at you. Well, he was nice, but yeah, it intimidated me. 
I was like reservations. I also, I was a single mom of two at 23 and I like had my own place. I didn't have money for an outfit to wear to a place with a reservation. I'm sure you could have put on something and looked very nice. Well, you were a cute. I think we're going to let JD get, know that this is okay, that it did not work out that way. <laughs> true. True. Your life would be totally different. I see, our first date, I went in jeans and my John Lennon t-shirt because I knew he liked the Beatles. So yes, yeah, that, that's, that's more my, my wheelhouse. Yeah. And we did Beatles trivia and I won. Good. I know. I love it. Anyway, back to Spencer and Trina. Um, <laughs> But I did like that, you know, he said that you're the woman I love. And she was like, to us, to us. And then then at dinner, she finally said she poured out her heart, which I like that yeah. they each had their own moment. And it wasn't all, I love you. I love you. And then they go at Fall it. You know, right. it was, I right. thought it was really sweet. Yes. Yes. That she said that the I love yous were said not in the heat of the moment. So you knew that they were true. Right. Right. And I loved when Ava went to see Avery and mm-hmm. and Joss was babysitting and they were playing water guns. Yeah. Which I just thought was so sweet. And then I think Joss really gave Ava a mini chance because she's like, Trina really means a lot to you, doesn't she? How how she's been doing this for the past few years. You know, mm-hmm. Ava's not new to her relationship right. with Trina. How has right. Joss not picked up on that woman would kill for Trina? Right. You know, there's nothing that she wouldn't do, basically. But she's like, we got her the internship at the Chuck. And, you know, you because Ava had said about how happy she was that Trina was getting away and having her time with Spencer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is the way for us to see that Joss is growing and she's not just a mini Carly. Because yeah. her hate for Ava came from, my mom says, I'm not allowed to like you. Right. And now she's old enough to make her own decisions and be like, okay, wait, wait, I can see that you have some negative traits, but I also see the way that you treat my friend and you can't be all bad if she loves you that much. But also Carly has been giving Ava a more of a chance lately too. So I think Joss really is following Carly's lead. Yeah. I don't think all decisions, I think. Right. But that's the thing is that the reason she got mad at her at the hospital is because she had given her a chance. Right which we'll get to that in a second. But then I give Ava a lot of credit too, because having having a child being that rude to you, you're kind of just like, okay, that parent has to do a little bit better of, mm-hmm. but Joss has been in control of her own stuff for quite some time. And Ava's never given into it. Right. You know, she's, you're my daughter's sister. Exactly. So this is how it's going to be. You're also technically a child to me. So I'm not going to fight with you because that's fighting down. Mm-hmm. You know, Ava gives her a lot of, and then she asked her how she's doing with her relationship with Dex. Yes. Yes. And she's like, well, don't forget who my dad is. I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) We probably have a lot more in common than you think we do. Right. And she said, I care about you because you're important to Trina. Yes. I liked that. I like that Ava basically told her, listen, you can be mad at me all you want. You can do whatever you want to me, but I'm not going anywhere. Like, I love your sister. I love your best friend. You're stuck with me. Yeah, exactly. No, it was nice. She Joss asked her to stay for dinner and it was all just very nice. Yes. But then at the hospital, and but this was Ava going to see Joss was after Carly yelled at her, right? Yes. Because yeah. yeah. Because when she left, the only thing I didn't like is Joss got the phone call as Ava was putting the girls to bed. Joss right. got the phone call that Drew had woken up and evaded telling Ava. Based on the previous conversation, you think that the second Ava walked through the door, 
She'd been like, I just got off the phone with my mom. Drew's awake. Yeah. I don't know anything else. Right. But Ava had to ask. Yeah. Yeah. But earlier at the hospital, Carly had gotten the news from the doctor that Drew wasn't going to wake up. Like he made it out of surgery, but he wasn't going to wake up. And then five minutes later, he did. But of course, right. And she's in the room going, oh my God, is he going to be okay? And then he's like, I'm okay, Carly. I'm right here. So soapy. <laughs> and then, but it was Nina and Ava were standing there and Carly went and lashed out at Ava. And she's like, you told Austin. And that's why he got beat up because blah, 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 blah. You know, it's because she had asked Sonny, what the heck happened? You were supposed to have guys protecting him. Mm-hmm. And then Ava said, it's not it's not my fault that he's in prison and Carly took that to mean that she was accusing her and she took total responsibility for it and felt bad. But it was like, no, no, no. Nina is the reason that he is in jail. And Ava said that to her again, like you're going to be in so much trouble. And then after she found out when she was leaving Joss, she called Nina and did she leave her a voicemail? I think so. I think so. You're not going to have his death on your conscience. Yeah, just so you know, he woke up. Like, she wouldn't have got that information from Sonny anyway. Right. (sighs) I don't know. I'm just back to not liking Nina. She needs to speak up. She needs to speak up. And then she goes to Sonny and is like, hey, wait, now that you woke me up, let me tell you about your cousin and all the money that she's stolen and all the bad things that she's done. And instead of then being like, oh, also, I need to confess that I did something bad. She's like, blah, 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 plan our wedding. I don't know what kind of cake to get. And he's like, yeah, let's just elope. I've done this like 20 times before. It's fine. He's, But she seemed to be totally on board with that. She's like, I don't care. She's like, I don't care right. what kind of flowers we have. I don't care what, what this is, what that is. So it, that was definitely a mutual. I see. I actually kind of liked that scene. I liked that she was, we could see her wrestling a little bit with, okay, do I tell him? And then she did tell him everything about Gladys. But I'm kind of disappointed in him that he went back to the wedding and was like, well, let's elope. I'm surprised he didn't say, okay, so we need to address this right now first. Then let's talk about the wedding. He should have called Dante and been like, hey, I just heard that Gladys was doing all the shady stuff. Do you have a status on Sasha and what's going on? And then they could have found out that Sasha just got taken back to Ferncliff, and then Sonny could have said, "Oh, next week we'll go elope." But they should not be eloping tomorrow when Sasha just got put back in Ferncliff. Yes, yes, ridiculous. You're right because they didn't know that Sasha was found. Right. I would have liked that so much better. Yeah, and that that isn't as much as I hate to give Nina credit for anything. That's not like Nina because she does love Sasha like she's a daughter. Right. Right. So I don't see her jet setting around the world without knowing that Sasha's okay. Yeah. No, that's a really, really good point. Especially where they were just talking about it. Yeah. Hmm. But that was a twist I did not see coming. So we see Cody at the police station. And I was very disappointed in our friend again. We just did that great interview. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love him, blah, blah, blah. And then he's right back to being a jerk. And our best friend's evil. It was hard. It's hard for me to see him like that now. <laughs> But you now know where he stands on onion rings or tater tots. So how I know. do you have that much hate I know. for him? I know, but I just, I was like, I had more faith in you, buddy. I thought you were going to do something redeeming. And instead, nope, you're just being creepy like always. He doubled down. Yeah, oh, that's Blackjack. They're playing poker. Never mind. <laughs> I would have taken the reference. You're good. Anyway. Yeah, Cody turned so- himself in. I loved 
Dante's like, oh, hey, I'll take him to interrogation. Right. Chase is like sitting there like, he just, every time someone new comes in, he's like, wait, what? What is going on? Okay, just go talk to Dante because I don't know what you people are doing. And then finally they're like, okay, listen, here's what the plan is. And so then we see Sasha show up at Gladys's apartment and Gladys is packing. Oh, before that, we saw That's Sam Sasha's make his apartment. That's Sasha's apartment. Oh, Sasha's, Sasha's apartment. But yes, before that, we saw Sam make the phone call and be like, hello. I loved her accent. She was so cute. And Just they still saw- used a voice changer. Yeah, that was very cute. That was very cute. Just wanted to let you know, all your accounts are under review. So not her accounts, should- Sasha's account. Yes. So. Yeah, she's packing up, she's leaving, and then Sasha shows up at the door and is like, I know what you did, I can't believe you do this, blah, 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 and she's like, okay, I will go fix it, I'll go tell everybody, and she walks out the door and calls the freaking police to have her taken back to Ferncliffe. I, oh, I can't believe she did that. I was so shocked. After, like, so a lot of the conversation also revolved around Sasha saying, do you know he was going to kill me? So it's right. not like Gladys was not aware of just yes. how bad it was. Like right. he was right. going to kill her. Yeah. He and had basically said, here you go. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was awful. Sasha's it, like, you're the one that picked us up from the hospital when we lost Liam. Like how, how could you do this to me? And she just calls up and is like, yeah, I have a fugitive. Come arrest her. I did not see that coming at I, all. I, I did not yell at TV, but. Good job. Because your family made me more sick to my stomach. Yeah. You know, like it was so gross. And so previously she had also gone to the, um, after she got the phone call from Sam, the bank, Sam as the bank person, she went to the PCPD. Oh, right. Asking Cody where, where Sasha was. Yes. Yeah. And then I think that's when they filled in Chase was after she left is when they filled Chase in. On yeah, so Cody's gonna have to stay here for a little while, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, they brought Sasha. The thing I don't understand is they brought Sasha to the PCPD to just be like, oh, we're taking her to Ferncliff. Right? Yeah, you could have gone straight to Ferncliff, or did she need to be like checked in somehow at the police station before someone else transferred her? Well, so she was kidnapped, so right. she should have been taken to the hospital to be checked. True. Yes. And questioned on her kidnapper. Yeah. On, right. So I feel like we skipped a lot of. Yeah. Because Ferncliff, to the best of my knowledge, does not, they're not medical. That's why every time someone needs that kind of medical, I mean, yeah, like the psychiatric stuff, yes. But, you know, she was at the hospital first and they referred her to Ferncliff. But if, right. like, she should have been checked out by a doctor in the yes. ER, at the very least, at the ER. I was disappointed in Mac mm-hmm. because Cody is telling him this is going on. Mac's experienced that firsthand with Dominique. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's okay. We'll get her out. He, Monique won't have any chance to, to see her. And then she's back in there, not even two minutes. And Monique's at her door. Yep. And at the very least. Okay. Even if they didn't have her go to the hospital and be checked out and they didn't take a statement on her kidnapping or anything like that based on the things that she was saying and the fact that perhaps now she's a flight risk why wouldn't they have a cop outside of her room yeah what's the harm in at least for the next day right right while they investigate while they look into okay 
did this doctor. I did like that they didn't call him out on when uh, Dante said, yeah, Cody put on your clothes and inside was this bottle. Yeah. They didn't call him out on the lying. Right. He's trying to cover it up. I've never seen that before. That's not mine. Right. And then Gladys looks at him like, I can't believe you're talking to me. Why would he not think that he could talk to you after you just like turn Sasha back in? Oh, and he said, don't worry, she'll be taken care of. Yeah. And we all know what that means. Yeah. If they kill Sasha. Oh, my gosh. I, I might seriously have to go on strike for a while myself of watching it. Like, no. Listen, this woman came back, as Darren shared with us, like two weeks after she had her baby. We're not killing right. her. We're not killing her. Right. No, absolutely not. I don't think they are. I don't I don't think so either. They have to put her through more some more traumatic stuff before they can get rid of her. I am curious as to what Sonny's going to do, though. Right. And that's the other thing. Even if it wasn't Nina, like you said, she loves Sasha. Sonny does, too. And he even said just a couple weeks ago, she was telling me that she wants to get rid of her guardianship. And then Gladys is telling me, no, 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 she can't. This is all right. starting to make sense now. Let's go to the island. Yep. yep. Hold on one second. All right. Going to guitar and work. Hi. can say hi to Amanda. Okay. Okay. Hi, Am. Hi. hi. Have fun at work. Okay. 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 Just let me know. Yeah, all right. Bye. She was so sweet earlier when I was like, I'm going to go downstairs and record. She goes, okay, you and Amanda have fun. Aw. <laughs> That's very sweet. Yeah, she has guitar and then she's going to work. Wow. She's a busy girl. I, I like still Ugamaga because Madeline and I Ugamaga. Yeah, that better never go away. <laughs> All right. What were you talking Oh, Nina and Sunny. Sunny is very protective of her. Right. And I did like that he said, why didn't Gladys see how gambling ruined Mike's life? Like, did she not mm-hmm. learn from this? Yep. So, yeah. And the fact that Miss Wu is not someone that you want to be on their bad side. Like there was, there's so much wrong with this that Sonny should be up in arms about and like going to investigate right now. Not, Oh, let's go to the Island. Right. What do you think he's going to do to Selena? I don't, I don't even know. Like he's going to be so mad because they've had this truce between the two of them. And now she's letting his cousin get in all this debt. She knows that she's stealing from Sasha, right? Like that was, that was mentioned. That's how she got Brando's garage. Right. So. Yeah, there's no, I didn't know. Now we're mad at our other best friend. Right. She gave us that great speech of how she believes Selena loves women and empowers women. Not if they're stealing from Sasha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're going to have to write to them or email them and be like, listen, you guys let us down this week. Right. Uh, where can we go from there? I don't think there's actually anywhere to go from there. No. Oh, Dex told Sonny about Drew waking up and about how he basically got into the situation because Sonny was mad too and said, thought we had protection on him. Dex like, I thought we did too. Don't know what happened here. But Mason went to go see Cyrus and he does switch out lollipop flavors. I feel like grape is the best. I think he has grape the most. Do we now need to start paying attention to what is he doing when he has a certain flavor? Oh, I like that theory. I love symbolism. I think that might be going a little bit too far. I was going to say, I think we're stretching it, but I love that idea. If anybody else has been paying attention to do the lollipop colors coordinate with certain activities, please email us at pure54podcast at gmail.com. That's fine. 
so I'm I'm still stuck on. I think that Cyrus legit thinks that he's doing the right thing because You're then he started insane. to quote off. Have you been pulled into his cult? Like, what is wrong with you? No, I'm not saying he is doing the right thing. I think that he truly thinks that he is doing God's work. Mm-hmm. You're insane. So, because then he started spouting it off to Mason. Which doesn't make it right. It just, it's his cover up. Do you listen to me? I said, I don't think that what he's doing is right. I, just I think that he really believes that that is right. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think he knows that... It is all wrong, but he's just using the Bible verses to cover it up. Why can't we just let him be in a cult? Because it's going to come out later that I'm right and you're wrong and then I'm going to be very happy. There's something with that. And then the warden went to go see Drew and Jordan. <gasps> she made me so mad. She's like, I'm so sorry this happened. You shouldn't be in here, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, chick, you're the one who's coordinating all this bad stuff. But Jordan suggested to her... Uh, yeah, that means there was something going on with the guards because the level at which he was beat up. Right. There was nobody around. Right. Yeah. There had to have been collusion between the two. Right. And the warden, yep. the warden's like, oh, how could she figure that out? Right. Exactly. No one was supposed to know. Yeah. She she made me mad. I'm kind of liking it, though. I, I like that it was a total plot twist bringing her in and seeing Cyrus reporting to her. And now she's going to check on Drew yeah, to gauge what he knows, what he remembers, so that she knows what she has to do is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. Who she has to cover up what from. And Willow went to go see Drew. I don't understand what they're doing. with I kind, her. Of, I kind of ignored 90% of their conversation. It, yeah, I mean, it, it was cute. I know people don't like when I use the word filler, but it was cute filler because... Yeah, they're talking about Wiley's t-ball game and how he loses. I did like that she was like, everyone gets a trophy nowadays because we've had that conversation before. Right. And how he was competitive or something like that. It was like, you know, just like Michael. And she's, I think that she's gently expressing her frustrations with Michael right now. Right. It was more um, like he's bullheaded instead of he really wants to achieve this because he loves T-ball so much. It was like, he refuses to lose just like Michael. Right. Yeah. Which that's not like you no. have to be able to lose to be successful. You have to be able to lose. Yeah. You know, don't that's- always get a trophy. <laughs> I mean, you do, but it's not for winning. Like he was saying. So yeah, I, that was just filler, but then you see her a couple minutes later and you don't realize you think she's leaving, but instead she has sat down on the couch and fallen asleep. And there's her mom telling her, I have to warn you about something. What is she warning her about? And why is she back? Well, like, I know uh, it's a ghost, but why is she back? First of all, I love her. So I'm glad that she's back. However, before that, before she left Drew's, she said something about my mom. Oh no. She said that to Michael later on, later on. But she said something to Drew, you know, Harmony was never my family. Oh. Yeah. Okay, then. Right. Um, Wiley's not your family then. If that's how uh-huh. you're you're doing that, because mm-hmm. now you're saying Nina is, yes, biologically Nina is your family. But she has never denounced Harmony as, yes, they had a very, very complex and difficult relationship. But Willow told her what Harmony's actions did to her as a child. Right. You know? They did a lot of work to heal from that. When Harmony died, that was Willow's mom. Right. You know, that's, they were not estranged. 
Like yes. they had a mother daughter relationship as best they could at that time. But Willow saw her as this is my mother. This is the woman who I have known as my mother. She didn't know that she wasn't until after she right. died. So right. why is Willow now saying Harmony was never my family? Family is not just blood. Yeah. And no, I would not like that change. For her to say that, I don't like that. It's she could have said it differently is to find out that Harmony was not biologically my mother. Right. Was difficult, you know, because we already had a difficult relationship. And then to find that out, you know, that and now she's dead. So it's not like she can talk to her about. So what happened here? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I just I don't understand. I I mean, I guess we were meant to not understand because you could only read Harmony's lips that she was saying, I'm I'm warning you, Willow, or I'm I'm trying to help you or whatever. But like, what are we saying? She's six again and she's pushing through it is she warning her against nina because she can't trust her michael because he's controlling like what are we trying to tell her right i don't know and i do think that what okay willow is wiley's mom just to clarify what i just said right. when i was i'm just saying like given her parameters that's yes you, you can't yes, have it one way or another right if you're only going off biology then she's not related to either one of them yeah and yeah maybe harmony wasn't the best mom Right. I mean, she was the best mom that she could be at that time. Like she thought she was doing the right thing. She really was in a cult. So I, yeah, I just don't, I don't understand it. I think it's going to be interesting because then Willow goes home and is talking to Michael and he's all into the, I knew you were going back to work too early. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, actually this had to do with a dream that I had, but I was tired. Of course she's tired. She's two young kids. She's a nurse. She's just been sick and she's running all over the place checking on her friends if she wasn't tired there'd be a problem right i have definitely fallen asleep in public places right you know i mean i was in college when the kids were younger and i worked nights and did college during the day and you know had two very very young children and there were these columns at this one in this one building that it was kind of a cool and darker area it was a very public area i would fall asleep on them all the time (laughs) just but i mean sometimes intentionally sometimes not so much sometimes i would book like one of the private rooms and one of those buildings and take a quick nap and then get my studying done you know that's not sorry that's real mom life you know that's yeah i didn't yeah i do think that it's going i think we're right though that her going back to work is going to be a major sticking point that michael for whatever reason can't get Mm -hmm. over because he gave her grief at the savoy also Right. I just don't understand it. In my experience, typically, however you were raised is how you expect your spouse to act. Michael's mom worked like a lot. I know she depended on her men for houses and whatever, but she still always had a job. She was not a stay at home mom. That's why they had nannies. To be fair, Carly also wasn't around. Jason raised him at first. That was in the very beginning. When he got older, she was around. But that's Amelia's age. Carly wasn't there. That's I guess so. In that, Jason. Case, then, in that case, then he's the one that should be taking time off and raising Amelia. He can do it. He's in control of his schedule. Exactly. So quit telling her what to do. You're the man. Step up. Yeah. You can have, he can also parent. It's a crazy mm-hmm. concept that sometimes yeah. we forget dads can do. Yep. Yeah. Dads are also a lot more capable than people give him credit for and everything should not just default to mom. Very true. But yeah, I mean, they were having a nice night out at the Savoy and he's like, we shouldn't have come out here. 
yeah right there's there's too many people there's too many germs she's like whatever i did I, like that she said i have to build up my immune system again which is yeah my granny and, used to say you have to eat a pound of dirt before you die right right and uh brooklyn was like that's okay there's alcohol it kills germs we're fine that was christina oh christina sorry yeah right and it's not like they weren't it's not like they were just out they were out supporting eddie yeah it was a family thing right and the club wasn't ridiculous. Oh, she mentioned that too. Something about the Quartermains are her family. After she said that Harmony wasn't her family, but the Quartermains are. Oh, I forget what she I said. I forget what she said, though. I don't know how she said it. Oh, well. I was disappointed. I was disappointed with Eddie Main. His performance was amazing. I love. You mean the three they're... chords we got to hear? Right. As the commercial breaks came in and out? Exactly. And I do think that was supposed to be the first chord for Heartbreak Hotel, though. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, did anyone else agree with me? Because I sat there. I was like, that was Heartbreak Hotel, I think. That would make sense. I, I wasn't paying that close of attention. I was waiting for Lois to walk in. And when Lois didn't walk in, I was waiting for Alexis to walk in, which would only make sense because Christina was there and Molly and TJ. I'm going to correct myself. It was Jailhouse Rock, not Heartbreak Hotel. I even wrote oh. down Jailhouse Rock. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Um, I would have loved for Alexis to have come in and and then the song just came to him and it would have been sad but awesome if like he started saying started saying all the nice stuff about Olivia she's my she's a great friend blah 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 and then in walks Alexis and him to just be like but I need to sing this other song first and like go right into it because he's so inspired yep I like it yeah it makes sense it does. And if not, then Lois. I would love to have Lois back, but I just think it would be, if we can't have Lois back, a really good twist to remember that she was Eddie's angel. But then also, see, and that was really sweet. So before that, sorry, I just started like six sentences at one time. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia and Eddie almost kiss. Yes. Or I felt like they almost kiss. Like they, they had a moment. Yeah. And she, when she explained it to Brooklyn, she was like, he was going in for a hug and I thought he was going in for a kiss. I just embarrassed myself. And I was like, I didn't feel like you embarrassed yourself until you like jumped back and we're like, Oh my God. And he was like, are you okay? What's wrong? Right. And then he did that beautiful tribute to her. I agree. That would have been great because then also Christina was there and Molly was there. It yeah. would have made sense for Alexis to be coming to the Savoy. Yep. Because also perhaps to somewhat support Tracy who I'm sorry. Jane Elliott is like one of the best. I love actors that can act without words. Right. Right. I mean, we all know exactly Tracy's faces. Yes. And she was such yeah. a proud mom. Yep. Yeah, it, it was. It was perfect. She was so proud, but so sad at the same time. Like, yes. that's, that's not that's not my son. But at the same time, that is. And he's so happy. Right. And Blaze had no idea that. Right. Like, you haven't done done a background check on your friend at the very least as far as when she says my dad was in the music business my mom was in the music business like if you would have said that to me five years ago i would have googled it and been like oh my god she's related to so-and-so and that would have been it i wouldn't have waited for you to spell it out for me but it was nice blaze and christina are going to be keeping each other company yes so they're not third wheeling their other family members or friends nice all right let's just get it out Molly's recast again. Oh, yeah. And what are they just doing to her in general? Like, Kristen I'm sorry. Varganos. Varganos. Sure. Molly, 
always wore clothes that covered up She's a some. very conservative young yes. lady. Right. She always looked very pretty and like you saw that she had a feminine side, but it wasn't everything hanging out. That dress that they had her in when she's going to announce to her other family and friends that her Sarah gets pregnant was the most inappropriate dress for that occasion. This is is what I'm saying. I think that they're going to have her kind of go off the deep end. I think that she's suppressing her true feelings and she's acting out of character with a lot of things. And perhaps that's one of them because Molly's not a little fashionista. No, you know, it's she would definitely wear like a nice, you know, cocktail dress but you're right it wouldn't be as stylish right as that was but then again with the christina stuff exactly christina has to walk up to her oh my god here she comes and christina's like i just want to tell you congratulations i really am happy for you right and then turns around and walks away and even then her and tj kind of look at each other like oh what was that about what was that about she's being the bigger person and telling you congratulations well this is what i was talking about last week with Christina doesn't have, she doesn't have a right response. Either she ignores it and she's a horrible person or she says something and she's a horrible person. Yeah. She covered all of her bases. (laughs) She was like, I know that you think, and I understand. I'm just letting you know. And if you need anything, bye. Right. And it was still wrong. Yep. Yep. Because it was at Charlie's when Alexis went and told Christina about TJ and Molly, surrogate being pregnant. And Christina even said to Alexis, not to Molly, this is ridiculous that I have to get this information from you and that you had to like ask permission to tell me blah, 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 and whatever. She didn't go up to Molly and say that at the Savoy. She just, I wish you well, good job, or congratulations, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's it. I just wish that they had actually had a real blowout because Christina offering to be a surrogate, even though it was poorly done on her part. There was no, in no way was she saying, I can do this because you can't, you know? Right. She definitely very much had it as, oh my gosh, I can help my sister this way. Right. And we've never seen them be competitive with each other. That's the biggest thing is we've never seen, we've never seen this. And so for it to just suddenly come out with the surrogate thing, I could understand if we saw Christina always struggling with Molly's perfectionism. Right. Or if Molly would have been upset that um, Christina didn't ask her to be on the board of the shelter or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Like, why didn't you ask for my expertise? You went to mom. And although she was a lawyer, she's not one now. Like, you could have asked me. Right. Something like that. I just feel like that is such a, that's such an extremely personal thing that most people. Right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just totally out of character for both of them. Like it is. That's the one thing the Davis girls have always done is pull together when something bad is happening or whatever. So whenever she was diagnosed with the endometriosis and was told she couldn't have a baby, it only made sense that they all would have been like, oh my gosh, what can I do for you? Blah, blah, blah. And that that would have come up at some point in time. And it makes more sense that Christina would immediately go to the doctor because- right. I forget if we talked about like, did they say which side it was from? Or I don't know if it does follow. Like, is that something that typically is passed down through maternal or paternal? Right. Either way, they share. Yes. So Christina could be. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I don't don't think we have to beat this to death anymore. No, no. It just makes me angry because it's like, 
they could have had a really good storyline of how they all pulled together instead of pulling them apart. Yep. But then also at Charlie's is where Brooklyn asked Blaze to sign with her. And then Blaze showed her the article. Yep. Yep. But I love Blaze. She was like, of course, I'm still going to sign with you. Like you stood up for me when no one else would. I would not be in this position to sign with someone new if you hadn't put Link in his place. Yep. And I guess Blaze had been going to support groups. Yes. Very nice. And this is the first time that we've seen Brooklyn really talking about losing her singing voice and the impact Mm -hmm. that that's had and how she feels about it. You know, that she feels like she lost like a big part of her identity. And so being a producer like her mom. Right. And then, you know, like that's her backup, I guess. And then she shared a little bit about Lois with Blaze, mm-hmm. which again, okay, if she shared a little bit about how she met my dad doing this, he was right. Eddie Maine when Lois met him. Right. I would have loved to have heard that story at Charlie's coming out of Brooklyn's mouth, talking to Blaze about, oh my gosh, listen. Yes. You know, yes. my parents met, but my dad was pretending to be Eddie Maine, you know, and now he has amnesia and now that's who he thinks he is. And Blaze could be like, oh my gosh, I love Eddie Maine. I had his CD when... Right. Or my mom listened to him all the well, time. That's, yeah, that's, that's where I just stopped myself. <laughs> Maybe um, my mom, my mom, but sure. Like my mom was such a fan. Yeah. You know, I remember she would play him when I was younger and... Right, right. Or some silly story about her groupie or something. Like, yeah. Right. And isn't it true that he had two wives or something? Like they really they right. missed an opportunity to give a quick background on... Ned and Lois. Right. Mm. So want to go to, let's just talk about Liz and Finn real quick, because then we can, that's a, that has like, it didn't go anywhere with anything else. But I loved it. Standalone. It was, it was so cute. They were flirty and cute all day, but like respectable. And then he goes to get in the shower and she comes in and sees his badge there and she looks at him and she didn't like just all of a sudden walk in and strip her clothes down or whatever. Although I don't know how practical it is to get your uniform all wet, but she sneakers are going to be so squishy. Right. Right. Like, couldn't we have at least seen her take off her shoes? Please. Right. Throwing her badge on top of her shoes. That's what should have happened. And yes. then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> she made a somewhat good choice. But anyway, she's like, she calls <laughs> in. <laughs> right. That's what Amy should have heard and been like, what the heck? Like, Where why are, are your shoes all wet? Yeah. You need to change oh. your socks, girl. Yes. So they just like make out and. She's like, well, what are you thinking? He's like, I'm tired of thinking. I I do not want to think. And so they kissed all passionately, but it was still not like ick. They didn't cross the line. It was just like, I can't keep my hands off you after all this time. And then uh, Elizabeth comes out and is talking to Amy and has her hair all pulled back and wet. And then Finn walks out and Amy's like, wait a minute. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I loved the whole thing. But part of the problem before that all happened, though, was earlier in the day they were talking about she was sharing about how her shit's going to change because camp is ending and the kids are starting school soon. Yeah. That was released September 29th. Yeah. I'm sorry to say our kids have been in school and our kids start later than a lot of schools now. Right. Right. And usually the elementary schools and stuff go back like before the colleges actually start, like move-in date and stuff, maybe earlier, but the class is actually starting. So we've already already had Joss My son's and- college starts before, like two weeks before school. 
Really? Conscious. And he starts late. Yeah. Oh, all right. Then maybe I'm wrong. I always felt like the college kids were going back right after we started. We started later this year, though. So maybe it's around the same time. I don't know. But yeah, I felt like if the older girls were already back in college, then the younger kids would already be going to school. Right. I could understand so. if it were Labor Day weekend. Right. And she was saying, yeah, the stuff's over. Kids are going back to school. Okay. Maybe they start after Labor Day. Right. But and we didn't see uh, Jake and Charlotte together all summer. So you just kind of assumed that they reconnected in school these past couple weeks. Yeah. And yes. Instead, it's, oh, no, school hasn't started yet. Okay. When does New York State go to school? New York City is Thursday, September 7th this year. Typically wow. first week of September. Okay. So this was just a quick Google search, but still. It mm -hmm. is fair enough to assume that they should have been in school for a couple weeks by now. Also, right. last week we asked, was the club that Selena was going to in the city or also in Port Charles? Uh -huh. It's an hour and a half plane ride. I did because when Spencer said they, the plane, yeah, and I was like, why are they taking a plane? It's an hour and a half plane ride from Rochester oh, okay. to New York City. And Rochester is believed to be the, or Rochester Buffalo, but both of them are um, an hour and a half flight to new york city okay so i don't think that's unless selena was taking her private jet which she very well could have i still don't feel like she'd say it like everyone's there right she should say that it's in beecher's corner mm -hmm. or somewhere else yeah that would be fun she can run into nicholas there except now he's in switzerland i think so so laura and kevin went and talked to the banker to go over his papers and he gave her like a transaction statement. I, I didn't understand any of that. Okay. First of all, he wouldn't be able to give those to her, but second of all, um, we don't know that we don't know what Swiss. Oh, I guess we don't. I feel like they must be protected because everyone always talks about having secret Swiss bank accounts. So but they just like hand out information. I feel like that's not where you'd put your money. It was also kind of, so obviously they have a long relationship because they talk about, they, mm -hmm. they, because he's like, oh, Laura Spencer, she and Kevin have been married for quite some time by now. So yeah. obviously they have not really talked in the past. Right. When right. did she and Kevin get married? It's been a while. It has been a long time. Yeah. But I'm saying if I have a bank in California and I need money out of it, I don't have to fly to California. I can do a bank transfer and pick it up Western Union or whatever over here. So I was waiting for them to look at those and realize, oh, it says Beecher's Corner and then to go home, but for Nicholas not to be there because now he's in Switzerland getting all kinds of money for whatever he's doing next. And instead it's like, oh yeah, he's been in here. Well, how has he been in there multiple times if he's been in Beecher's Corners? I don't know. I just, I just didn't, that didn't make any sense. He was like half dead. He was not flying to Switzerland. So honestly, I, when Willow had her dream sequence, I kept thinking it would be awesome to have an entire episode of people's dreams. And part of this Nicholas thing could have been Austin dreaming about what would happen. Like if okay. Nicholas were like, if Nicholas were alive and we could have seen that, I don't know. I was just, that's just what I was thinking. Cause I mean, I know we need harmony to have a reason why she's there. But then we could have had Ava being scared of why Mason was, we'll get to that. Yeah. But then also Austin having dreams about 
Nicholas. Yeah. But now Nicholas is like legit alive. Right. Right. He's legit alive and feels well enough that he's flying to Switzerland and that the guy's like, oh, hey, Nick, I've seen you a couple times the past few months. What do you need now? Yeah. I don't know. Very weird. I Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. No. I know the slips don't have to make sense, but there should be some type of logic to it. And it does not make any sense. No. So what is Nicholas going to do with this money? Buy Windermere back? I'm so confused by what's happening with this sale. First of all, do we want to get into New York real estate or Port Charles real estate? (laughs) Here's my real estate rant. I'm good at my job. I have never mailed listing photos to a seller. Am Mm -hmm. I wrong? No. (laughs) They're they're online. Mm Mm-hmm. That, that would be considered a luxury listing, you know, having an island of its own, even if it has its own microclimate, which I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> but she got the real estate info. I don't know if it's been sold yet. With like no information. I, again, I'm not a real estate agent, but I feel like if you're sending all that information over, you're sending it over and being like, okay, here's the pictures we took. I appraised this. I talked to this person, blah, blah, blah. I would assume that we're listing at, $3 million because it has its own island or whatever. Not just, here's some pictures. And they were definitely not professionally taken. So no. I, mm-hmm. I hire a professional photographer for all of my listings. Yeah. Just saying. I would, I would think- have had drone. I would have. Mm. Mm-hmm. There was no drone footage. <laughs> no, and like that one picture was just like the desk in the hallway. Like the furniture doesn't come with the place. It might. I don't know. I can imagine Ava's probably going to sell it furnished. You think? What is she going to do with all that? She doesn't want anything to do with any of it. She might take the throw pillows because those are cute. I don't know. But I think, I feel like she's going to leave it furnished. I'm just assuming that that's what, that's what he needs that money for. What if they had an auction? Oh my gosh. Auction off all the stuff that's in Windermere. Maybe pulling out the old pictures of Helena and Laura. But then Mason shows up and takes Ava. Mm -hmm. Did not like that. Nope. No. And he kept saying we like we're here. And so you assumed that it was Nicholas. And instead you never saw a second person. You just saw the house empty without Ava. Yeah. I do love her relationship with Giles. I think it's cute. It was cute. It was cute. I liked how she just like gave up. He dumped that martini and she was like, I I'm just not supposed to be dry today. I don't know what to tell you. But then the other real estate issue, Valentine now has a house Mm -hmm. one day, fully furnished and put together. I am moving to New York because <laughs> this 45 to 60 day stuff. Yeah. I mean, unless they do like a pre-settlement occupancy agreement. Oh, you can just get the house and have it fully redecorated in less than 24 hours. I mean, maybe for some people that's true, depending on how much money you have. I would feel like there's rules that have to be followed. But if you have enough money, you can probably get the buyer to just be like or the seller to just be like okay yeah we can sign that later go ahead but it is a beautiful house it is obviously anna didn't decorate i just don't i want to i want to read that whole letter so we see her on her bed with the tarot cards and a letter from victor and she reads parts of it here and there but she doesn't read the whole letter i want to know what it could possibly say that she's like oh yeah he's or anna's just evil blah 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 Right. I feel like Charlotte is a smart enough girl that... And has heard enough about Uncle Victor being evil. She knows enough because he also kidnapped her. She's aware of this. She's aware. It's not like Valentine has her at boarding school to 
keep her away from she knows her family history yes why would she believe him obviously now there's two decks of tarot cards because he did give so she didn't take the one from sam how we thought she has her own yeah those were really pretty but so valentine buys the house walking through you know it's over two acres it has it's less than a mile from the stables where butterscotch buttercup whichever one's her horse I think it's butterscotch. I think I think it's butterscotch is boarded. She can ride butterscotch right up to the house. Right. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Valentine's a great dad. <laughs> when he's around. And I, I feel like it would take more than a day to create a bridal path. That you yeah. know, to stay off the main road or whatever. But maybe that was the purpose of that house to begin with. Who knows? Right. Could have already been there. But Charlotte had had a nightmare of and i said it last week she's mad about anna she thinks that valentine is taking care of anna's needs before hers yes i did not argue with you that that was not her motive i just didn't think that she did all of the bad stuff but now it's like maybe she did she, totally she said did. That on fire, so i just don't understand valentine saw the footage part of the reason why he bought the house is because he sees that charlotte is acting out right but he's not gonna have a conversation with her about it he should have had Anna there, not yep. Nina. Yep. Or if they wanted to have the conversation with her and thought she would be more receptive to Nina, then that's fine. But have the conversation. Like, if she really is under some kind of spell or something and not realizing what she's doing, someone needs to talk to her. Right. Because Valentine kind of just glossed over the, well, no, that's where it ended was he said something about, well, you know, Anna's probably going to move in too. And she's like, tell me if that'll make you happy. Right. And I need to know for the reading. And then she starts doing the cards. And then Valentine had the look like, what are you doing right now? Yeah. You know, right. it's not, we're beyond sleepover games now. Right. It's, yes. She's truly basing her life on these what cards. these cards are saying. Right. But I was just, I guess I was just really disappointed that he didn't have Anna with her, with them. Right. To go to the house. Right. Because she just sat there and told Charlotte how much she cares about her and stuff, but she's not going to be there for that. That doesn't make any sense. Right. If Nina were not there, I would have been fine if it was just the two of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where Nina was the one there. Mm-hmm. And making it sound like Anna would just move in because she needs a place to live. Right. And not because she loves her. Right. You know? Right. Because I can understand where a 15-year-old would be feeling neglected. By her father her only parent oh they talked a little bit about lulu and yeah that was sweet but i can understand where she's coming from yeah you're all over the place saving anna mm-hmm. and you have me living with my stepdad and his new girlfriend that's weird right but then we forgot to talk about jake talking to liz that was cute that but was that cute could be more my son Except for she's like, okay, so Charlotte took pictures and put them all over the internet. And that's why you're telling me. Yeah. But he apologized for lying about where he was. Yeah. I kept sitting there the whole time. I'm like, you're like my son. (laughs) (laughs) It was cute. But then when he found out about Drew, oh gosh, that was such good, subtle parenting. When Liz got information about Drew and she's like, nope, not subtle. But it was the quick, I mean, that's her automatic response is protect the kid, get him out of here. Cause I don't want him hearing yep. that Drew could possibly be gone. Right. I need you know? to find out what's up first. Yes. But then Finn saw him ready to, or, or like he was crying or was ready to cry. 
Finn brought him to his office. Jake apologizes for crying. crying. And Finn is like, "Uh, no, you cry. And I loved it. I loved the conversation that they had that Liz overheard Jake being able to talk to him. And that Jake even said, you know, and you were around and then you were gone. Yeah. Which I do think is, I wish that he and Liz had talked a little bit more about where they are going before the shower scene. Because Liz is definitely the type of mom that, okay, my kid was obviously very hurt by this guy who is still alive and still around. Right. No longer being in a relationship. Maybe we need to figure out what the heck is happening here. Yeah. Before I just jump in the shower with him. Yeah. But still, it was, I, I absolutely loved. And she brought Jake down to the chapel and, you know, talked it through with him and was like, we can pray for Drew here. Everybody was at the chapel this week. That's when yeah. we saw Sunny and Anna talking too. That felt kind of pointless. We're both old. The world has changed. I don't know what we're going to do about it. But he's questioning his life choices and they're both struggling with the loss of authority, power. Yeah. You know, like that, that level of they found their identity and she found it in the WSB. He found it in being a mobster. And now they're basically not who they were. So who are they? Right. But neither of them are going to give up. Right. I liked it. Uh, I do kind of wish that Sonny had still been in the chapel when Liz and Drew came down or Liz and Jake came down for Drew. Right. That would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did and- like that. Was that afterwards that Anna was going upstairs and almost knocked into Portia and as soon as she looked, she started to say, I'm sorry. And she looked up and saw who it was and yep. stopped. And it's like, oh, excuse me. And then went to walk away. And Portia's like, I mean, I owe you like a half apology. I'm not going to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm kind of sorry because maybe it wasn't all your fault. It, it was so weird. It was Curtis can forgive you, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Was basically the general. And it's not even... She didn't even apologize and say, listen, you know, Curtis and I talked afterwards. He absolutely forgives you because to one, she didn't know that Curtis had had that conversation with Anna. Right. So for her to come on the defensive is a little bit understandable because you actually don't know what he's thinking. Mm -hmm. She could have approached it and said, you know, Curtis and I talked. He explained to me how he can forgive you and I'm going to work on it too. Right. Not, yeah, he can do what he wants, but I'm still going to be mad. Yeah. That's that's how I felt that that conversation went was. Yeah, it, it was not an apology at all. It was just a, yeah, I'm still mad. It okay. was an excuse. It was an excuse. Yeah. Which is all Porsche has been doing lately. And then that was whenever we saw Curtis in the hallway and Molly came up and made her big announcement. Yes. That it's still way too soon to give, but okay. And they're making it sound so definite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which- I'm going to be a dad in nine months. You don't know that. And I just feel like it's definitely setting us up for it to not work. Right. I don't know. I We've said it before. Just kind of done. Well, yeah. The whole timeline's messed up. Not just that. I'm just done. <laughs> just done with Molly in general. Yeah. I mean, a good part of it has to do with the timeline too, but also just the... Right. The changes they've done. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else? I don't think so. I feel like we covered everything. There was a lot this week. Yeah yeah no that was everything all right reality check so what do you have going on this week i had like nothing nothing fun it was it was such a boring week and then um 
I was getting ready on Tuesday, I think it was, and I ripped my contact and I didn't have any spare ones. And I was so mad because I hate wearing my glasses and my glasses are from like a hundred years ago. And so all week up until yesterday, I had to wear my glasses. And then um, right before Madeline's uh, football game for her to cheer at, they came in and I was like, oh, thank God I'm a human again. Let me put my contacts in. I always forget you have glasses. Right, because I never wear them. This is the only time you see me in them because I'm too lazy to put my contacts in for our Zoom calls. But Oh my gosh, how dare you? I know, I know. I'm sorry. So, yeah, but I like I had to drive with them and I was like, oh man, I need to update my prescription. Not that I couldn't see, but it's been it's been a while. Just just driving with classes in general, like the okay. sun. I don't wear them, so I don't know. Oh, you're so spoiled. I don't wear them. Not I'm just saying, like, I don't know the difference between like wearing contacts versus glasses and how that would affect yeah, your ability yeah, right. to see. But right. you just said that your your glasses are the wrong prescription, so that makes sense. Yes, yes, they're not they're not super off, but they're off a little bit, so everything's just not as crisp and clear as it should be. But they're definitely good enough that I can like drive correctly. But um. If you guys just saw the faces that I'm making at her, I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. I'm positive. Um, but just like, I forgot what it was like to drive with glasses because you can't put sunglasses on over your glasses or at least not very comfortably or safely. And nighttime, like everything kind of reflects more because I don't have the fancy stuff on them because I do only wear them at home. And so it was like, oh, I can't wait for my contacts. So Anyway, I was a very happy person for those to get delivered yesterday and me to feel like a human again. Definitely make sure you have backups. Yes, yes, I do now. And that was pretty much it. It was one of those weeks of running the kids all over the place. And that was why I was out so late is they wanted to go to their dad's to help him um, take care of his dogs because him and his wife are getting divorced. So there's all that who takes care of what, whatever stuff. And so I was driving them out there at almost three o'clock in the morning it was like 2 30 or something so and this is why we have cats <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> that's all i could think was if you had cats they would be totally self-sufficient you could just leave nothing some extra against food. dogs truly nothing against dogs i dogs are just too much work for me like that's that's what i have against them they need walked they need let out they definitely need more consistent love where cats are like i'll let you know when i want you to touch me <laughs> and dogs are always like come on play with me lay with me blah 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 so yeah i just don't have the time commitment for for dogs but i obviously was not going to let them be in their crate for hours on end so i took the girls over so they could take care of the dogs but I'm hoping that everything gets settled with their situation soon so that this is the only time I have to do that. <laughs> I do not look forward to driving out there in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's about a 45 minute drive. So. I'm sure that there's a dog walker or they have right. overnight. They have people that stay overnight like pet sitters. I know. I know. But my girls want not your problem. <laughs> yeah. And my girls want to feel like they're helping him. And so I think that that, that was more it like they were they wanted to go and be the person for him that was like here i'll help you with the dogs but even they have more realistic ideas though because megan was like yeah i'm not doing this all week like i babysit and i have my schoolwork and blah 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 like i can't first of all can't she has school it. like she's still a yeah she's still in school yes she can't so. be out until three o'clock in the morning on a school night right right so luckily this was the weekend and so it worked out but 
that was my crazy adventure in the middle of the night. There was nothing fun to brag about. I know when you text me and I was like, oh, okay, what are we? <laughs> you text, I was like, that's not even a good story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should at least have, oh, I was doing something fun till yeah. whatever time it was I text you, but no. So how about 5 a.m., which I was yeah. like, either she's up and sick or she's just getting home. <laughs> you know me very well. <laughs> so you had your fancy dinner on Friday. I did. So first my son came home on Friday. He had, he, I think I shared before that when he was seven, it was actually the first time that I met my nephews, my husband's sister's kids. Okay. They came over to play and kids being kids, they're just playing around. And my son tripped and smacked his tooth on something, cracked it like horizontally in half. Okay. Thank goodness I'm friends with our dentist. It was right before pictures and pictures were shortly after. And so like he built it up a little bit, but then it kept falling off. And eventually he did wind up getting a more permanent patch to it. But then last year, and I mean, he's had braces, you know, he's had all these things last year about this time. I think I remember he called me and said, I think, I feel like my tooth's falling out. Oh. And so when he came home for, I think it was Thanksgiving break. He came home, went to the dentist and they took a look at it and said that basically, I mean, that happened when he was seven. He's had several, I don't know, because they're not caps, but fixes to it. But then also having the braces and the retainer and everything. Basically, his tooth has gone through a heck of a lot of trauma Mm -hmm. and was dying. Oh, so and that's the thing. It wasn't changing color. So it wasn't obviously rotting. Like, and I don't want to be too gross about it, but there wasn't to look at it wasn't obvious at all that there was anything going on. So they wound up pulling it. And so he's had a fake tooth that he's kind of had in for the past year. Okay. And so on Friday, he had to get um, a graft for them to be able to put in the implant. Okay. And it's just like kind of one of those things that I was struggling hard with it because I don't want to say struggling because I'm not a helicopter mom by any means. I'm so proud of the fact that he handled the insurance on this all by himself. You know, he got, he has lined up all the doctor's appointments the entire time. Nice. You know, he's taken care of this from start to finish. And, but the place where he was having the procedure done is about an hour away. And so he just said, well, I'm just going to come home for the weekend because it was also, so my daughter's birthday was last Sunday. We said that she was with her dad. We took her out to dinner, JD, and I took her out to dinner a couple of days beforehand, but then son was coming home. So we were going to go do the family stuff. Yeah. So he just stayed home for the weekend. And I mean, his mouth's all swollen. And I was just, I was so bummed because I'm like, you're actually going to go back to school and have to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, as a mom, all you want to do is be able to take care of them. So I'm like, here's some ice packs. You know, I am mm-hmm. going to make sure that you are taking your medication because yeah, I have to. Right. But right. Yeah, yeah. Mom. He's on his way back to school. He should be back there any minute now, actually. Um, but part of the perk of it was Friday was dinner on Blanc and my daughter doesn't like to be home by herself, especially at night. You know, Uh we're not, it's a long event. So my son was able to be home and they had some hanging out time and she took care of him too. And so dinner on Blanc is the event where we dress all in white and we go to a secret location. I want a bottle of champagne. So now I have extra champagne because I still have the one that I bought myself. Well, like we bought for us, but yeah, they gave us a, I want a bottle of champagne and had some yummy desserts. And it was a gorgeous night. It was like 75 degrees almost. So it was just a really nice 
night. Um, and then last night, the we went to the Asian Lantern Festival in Pittsburgh. And that was that's basically oh. what we do now for my daughter's birthday is we go to Red Robin and then the Asian Lantern Festival for the past I think, nice. three years. Because it's been around for, what, three, four years? The mm-hmm. first, oh, no. The first year was 2020 and it was drive-through, wasn't it? Yes. I think you're right. Yes. And then, or no, that was the lights. It doesn't really matter. But we went to the zoo and it was gorgeous. I just, I felt bad for, so bad for my son because he got a burger without a bun, you know, and he's cutting it up and having to chew like on the back of his teeth. And, but I mean, he was a trooper the whole way. So yeah, I either have nothing going on or everything's in the same week. Yep. Yep. But yeah, mine was just so boring. Oh, I did have a fun night last night. My son was having a guy's night at his house. So his girlfriend came over and we had a girl's night here and did, um, we watched a movie and ate some munchies and just sat around and gossiped and stuff. So that was fun. You had munchies? Munchies, like, like Cheetos and potato Three chips. Between the lines, stuff. people. Amanda's doing no. other fun things. I was not. I wish that that was the reason. I've never done that. So I shouldn't say I wish, but I was going to say, I'm like, wow, we're finding out a lot about you. Right no, now. It sounds more fun than driving around till 5 a.m. or almost 5 a.m. But no, we had snacks. Is that a better word for it? Sure. <laughs> but anyway, it was cute. What movie? Uh, Miss Congeniality, because Madeline had never watched it. Oh, that's such a cute movie. I love that movie. Yes. So. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I don't think we talked about that with our buddy. No, no. But on Thursday, we're going to share part two of our conversation with Darren Tunder. And uh, seriously, we're just the man. He doesn't know it yet. We are best friends. We are best friends. We're best friends. We have. Well, it'll be discussed on Thursday, but we've already made plans together. Tentative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, right. I, I during those plans, I will have to yell at him again that he disappointed me because. I thought we were at least going to have a few days of him not being totally yuck. And he jumped right back into it. I'm just glad he's back and that they didn't do what they do sometimes with characters. And we were just led to assume that. Right. Right. He, he just stayed or they found him and he just went back to work, you know? Yeah. He's going to get his revenge. Yes. Oh, he's going to die. No, no. Oh, mm they can always kill this character and bring him back as somebody else. No, they can just have him transfer to Mercy and then be doing horrible things there. And the patient's coming to GH and being like, help, what the heck? Yes, because they would have to live to seek help. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. I like that. So he can just be being mean to them. We can see him picking up drugs and continuing the um, the games with Miss Wu because it doesn't look like Gladys is getting out of it anytime soon. Okay. There. Okay. You're welcome. We're keeping him around. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Thursday, we just end our conversation with Darren Tunder. So have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom does 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.